0: Welcome to another edition of State of the Braves. I'm your host, George McNair. Really nice to be back with you guys again. Uh, well, kind of nice, but I'll be honest, this is a tougher um, <laughs> tougher episode than usual as the Braves had a uh, very poor showing against the New York Mets this uh, this weekend. It was honestly a very tough series to watch if you got to watch every game. Uh, I don't know. It, <laughs> I think at one point I had to turn it off. Um just a combination of um, bad baseball from the Braves, uh, a lot of bloop bloop hits from the Mets, um, really bad umpiring, and not that that cost the Braves the game or anything, but it just added to uh, the frustration of of the entire weekend. It's just like the Braves were were walking in quicksand the whole the whole time, and uh, the Mets certainly came to play, and you got to give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, it it certainly makes sense that they would be incredibly motivated, uh, to, uh, to go out and try to dominate the Braves and bury him. And, uh, I don't know that the Braves are exactly buried yet. Um, but they're certainly in a much worse position than they were a few days ago. Um, as they are now six and a half games out after losing four out of five to the Mets, uh, in New York, uh, this weekend. Um, you know, yeah, I think I think frustration is the the name of the game uh, for me. You know, I think what you see in this series, uh, certainly number one, you see the Mets really are a good team. They're for real. Uh, their their style of play is a little unique in today's baseball. They're a little more old school. Uh, foul balls off. Uh, you're going to see more singles and doubles out of them than home runs. Uh, they got a, got a couple guys with some power, obviously Alonzo, but uh, for the most part. They're much more willing to play small ball. They'll even bunt guys over sometimes and, and do that sort of thing. I think they lead the league in uh, infield singles by a large margin. Uh, it's part of their game. As, as annoying as it is, uh, some of it comes down to luck, but some of it is just approach. They're trying to put the ball in play. They're trying not to strike out, and that's going to create more opportunities, uh, obviously, for for some blue pits, for some infield singles, and they certainly had their share of those in this um in this five-game series, so you know it's one thing to, to have that happen. It's another thing to kind of give uh, give the Mets more opportunities. The Braves had, I would say, some more errors than usual. They were uh, they were sloppier uh, in the field than usual. Uh, this this series had some bad breaks certainly as well. Um, but honestly, the the most uh, disappointing thing from this series, well, two things I think. Just the, the lack of passion that you saw from the Braves. I mean, it's hard to be passionate when you're when you're losing, but it just felt like they were flat from the beginning. That's number one. The other thing was I felt like they came into this series with a really bad game plan. Almost like they didn't even think about what they were doing out there. Uh just kinda, you know, figuring like um, you know, things would just be handed to them or or things would just fall their way. Um and against a good team like the Mets, um, if you don't bring a, a solid game plan, uh, you have the chance of looking bad. And that's exactly what happened for the Braves in this one. Um, you know, one of my biggest concerns going into the this, into this season, you might remember me mentioning this um, early on, uh, even this uh, this offseason, was uh, the lack of balance. The lack of balance in the Braves. Um, lineup. Uh, almost every guy up and down the lineup, while they're talented, they have a tremendous amount of power. Um, they, they're they kind of all, I'm not going to say they're all the same guy, but they're all kind of the same type of hitter in that yeah, they have a lot of pop, uh, but they almost all are low on base guys, um, high strikeout guys. And um, that creates a hole, obviously. I mean you, you are imbalanced. There's a lot of opportunity for um, some You know, some power and uh, some explosion, especially from the middle of the lineup. We've actually seen the entire Braves lineup has been pretty balanced in that way this year. Um, But you can go through periods of barely being able to uh, to to touch the baseball. I mean, you're especially when you go against really high-level pitching, like they did with Degrom and Scherzer. You just see total domination from from those types of pitchers. And of course, those are two of the best pitchers. Not only in baseball, but maybe uh, in the last you know two or three decades. So you you do recognize that, uh, but then you also have to think: Well, shouldn't that force you as a hitter to change your approach, recognizing how good a pitcher you're about to face, and you can't just you know turn turn off the ball, flail away, and try to hit a home run every time? And that seemed to be the Braves' approach. So you know that's that's something that uh, is going to have to change if the Braves. Uh, have any hope of winning another World Series? Um, you think back to uh, the 2021 Braves. How are they different from from this year's version? Because there certainly there's new guys on the team. Some guys are gone, and um, but you know it's a lot of the same style. It, it really is. I mean, the 2021 Braves were also pretty heavy with with swing and miss guys, and power guys. The difference is approach. You know the the approach. Um, is less patient. The Braves have one of the highest chase rates uh, as a team. They might have the highest chase rate. I'd have to go back and look at that, but it's definitely uh, top one, two, or three in in the league. Um, so they're swinging and missing a lot uh, on a lot of balls. They actually swing and miss a lot in the strike zone too. So you know it's one of those um, swing hard in case you hit it approaches, um, and that wasn't quite the approach that uh, you know f- from last year. Last year you saw in you know, you can think back to a couple guys particularly, but, you know, you saw guys who would take a lot of close uh, pitches that were balls. I mean, they had really good eyes. Uh, they weren't chasing uh, pitchers' pitches or bad balls. Um, they'd wait for the pitcher to come into the strike zone, and then they would make that guy pay. Uh, so, you know, it really comes down to pitch selection, selectivity, um, and being aggressive within the strike zone. You can still be a, a, a power guy who swing, swings and misses some and do more damage. But right now they're swinging at a lot of bad balls. And, of course, Marcelo Zuna is the best, or maybe you could say the worst, mm-hmm. example of this right now for the Braves. Uh, but he's not the only guy. I mean, it's it's kind of happening up and down the lineup. And, it you know, when you when you face a really good pitching staff like the Mets, it definitely gets amplified. Uh, But that's the thing. When you are in the playoffs, that's exactly what happens. You're going to face the best of the best pitching. Uh, You think about the Brewers. You think about uh, the Mets. You think about the Dodgers, um, the Padres, um, the Cardinals. These are teams that can make you look silly if you have bad approaches. So the Braves are going to have to tighten the screws a little bit. I'm not going to say, you know, at this point you're past the trade deadline. So you are who you are in a lot of ways. Uh, But the Braves have plenty of ability. Uh, it really, to me, comes down to um, maybe getting, you know, getting back in the uh, getting back on the field on the practice field and working on some some approach tweaks um, and really start um, being more selective with the pitches that they're attacking. So, you know, looking back, it, it is um, this is not the most fun podcast to do. Um. You know, and I don't really want to harp too much on this on the negative, uh, but it is the reality. I mean, we have to recognize that the Mets really handed it to us uh, this um, this series, and um, and they're a good team. Clearly, they are, and I think more than anything, you know, their hitting is not dominant. I mean, they're they're annoying to go against because they just constantly foul balls off. Um, They do have a good eye. They're not going to chase. and the Braves pitchers have actually struggled a good bit with the Mets this year. Uh, but the Mets offense does not uh, scare me a ton. I think it, it comes down to what can the Braves do offensively against a very, very good Mets uh, pitching staff. Um, but anyways, let's go into uh, this series just a little bit. I'm not going to go into like a, a game by game. Uh, honestly, in some ways, that would be kind of um, depressing other than game two where the Braves, you know, came to life for about two innings and and then held on and won, won that game. But this series was really some of the worst pitching we've seen from our starting staff all year. They just could not put the Mets away. Again, you give the Mets a lot of credit for their approach. Uh, this is who they are. I'm sure that they also had this game plan going in. The Braves have, um, uh, I believe they lead lead the league in strikeouts, so you know the Mets in terms of their approach all right let's just not strike out let's let's see what we can do if we put it in play get some base runners on and put some pressure on them and that's what they did all all series it seemed like um there there mustn't not been many one two three innings um that the Braves were able to um put on the Mets all series at least it felt that way uh on top of that the braves uh Issued a ton of walks. It was it was pretty ugly. Of course, Ian Anderson and his start. Even though that was the only Braves win of the of the series, he gets sent down after not being able to get through five innings, um, issuing more walks and strikeouts. Um, uh, you had uh, an off day from Kyle Wright, uh, which kind of set the tone for the series. Odorizzi's uh, debut uh, was not good. He I don't know if he was pressing because it was his first game as a Brave, uh, but he just could not find the strike zone. All day, uh, particularly with his uh, his fastball, and uh, then he kind of cramped up near the end and um, issued one or two more walks before he got out of there. Freed was, and we've seen this before. Freed is kind of the king of soft contact, and so when he faces the Mets, maybe it's just you know a a perfect storm. But you know a lot of um, a lot of tough break, soft hits, Uh, and then he had that weird play where the Braves couldn't turn couldn't uh, turn a double play, that he kind of face-planted as he was trying to get the ball home. Um, I thought he might have a concussion, but he was able to continue. But nonetheless, it was just a really weird uh, start for him and, and uh, just a tough, tough break in a lot of ways there. And then Spencer Strider, you know, he got off to a slow start. He could barely get through the first inning. I think he threw about 30 pitches. Um, and he particularly – the other frustrating thing about this series is really bad – Uh, Balls and strike calls, and he was probably um, the most. um, He had the toughest time of that, from uh, you know, compared to anybody else. Probably C.B. Buckner back there. He would call a he would call a ball six inches off the plate a strike, and then he would call a ball um, four inches inside the zone a ball. Um, It was very confusing. Seemed like Strider particularly got the short end of the stick uh, there, and uh, was out Um, in two and two-thirds innings. So just some – we are used – this has been one of the strengths of the Braves. Their starting pitching is very good. Um, It's been good all year, but particularly in this last two months is Charlie Morton, the only starter who didn't start in this one. You know, since Morton has um, kind of turned things around and Strider entered the the starting rotation, uh, the Braves starting pitching staff has been one of the strengths of the team. It just did not show up in this series. And again, in some ways, you give the Mets credit for their approach, but then in other ways, you think that the Braves um, and their game plan uh, to attack the, the Mets just was not there. Um, the Mets are not a team that are gonna, they're not going to chase. They're going to foul balls off. And, you know, instead of the Braves being aggressive in the zone and attacking hitters early, they just seemed um, to do the opposite. Uh You know, and then again, as I've already mentioned, the Braves poor approach at the plate themselves. It was like they were in swing mode no matter what. I think they get into this mode against really good pitchers to be aggressive early in the count, and certainly teams know that they do this. So, you know, you had a lot of balls. uh, You saw this particularly from Scherzer, where he would throw a slider, you know, that would start at the um, at the edge of the zone and then cut away, and by the time it got to the to the hitter, it was you know six or eight inches off the off the plate and the guy's flailing at it and there you go strike one and uh, it went from there so uh their their approach just left a lot to be desired um but again kind of like s- swing at almost every pitch is, is what it seemed like sometimes uh particularly you know the Braves are a really good uh fastball team fastball hitting team uh, again I think the Mets know this <laughs> they come into it and it's like all right let's throw a lot of speed and so sliders off the plate Change-ups below the zone, and the Braves were just swinging and missing every single time. Uh, Quite honestly, the Braves' game plan seems to be um, we'll win because we hit home runs. But the problem is if they don't hit home runs, they don't score. And there's not a lot of situational hitting. Uh, There there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, care to do any kind of situational hitting. So uh, this is just something I think the Braves have gotten a little too extreme with. Uh, even last year, uh, there were times, particularly when they're struggling in the first half of the season where that really came to bear. And in the second half of the season, it seemed to turn around a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, their approach got better. They drew more walks in the second half. Um, but their situational hitting got a good bit better too. And that, that showed up in the playoffs. They have to get back to that. They cannot just be about hitting home runs. Teams just don't win that way. And, and the Braves didn't win that way. Last year, there were certainly games, you know, like game six of the world series. It was, it was about home runs. That's how they, that's how they won. But those home runs were hit off of really good at bats, um, against good pitchers. And that's not what we're seeing right now from the Braves. Um, particularly when you go against really dominant pitching, I mean, it, it showed up. It was very stark when the Braves went against Scherzer and DeGrom, um, they they looked totally overmatched. And yes, those are great pitchers, but you have to recognize how great a pitcher they are and maybe go the other way. Maybe try to get on base um, any way you can to put some pressure on them and um, and see what happens, uh, especially when you have a DeGrom who's on a, a pitch count. I mean, he was dealing in that game. He was throwing 101, 102. I'm not going to sit here and say it would be easy to do. I certainly couldn't do it. but it just seemed like there was no effort to change the game plan going in or what they were doing. Um, so, you know, there has to be kind of a harkening back to last year. What did we do last year that was so effective? And um, and that's stop swinging at balls. I mean, it really is that simple sometimes. Swing at good strikes, take balls, and those, and those balls that are hard to hit, you know, the balls that are coming – you know, right at the edge of the zone or coming in on your hands, foul them off, foul off balls. And in in some ways I'm not going to say do it exactly like the Mets are doing it. Um, You know, you're a power hitting team. Don't go away from that, but you need to pick and choose your moments of what balls you're going to attack. I mean, certainly the other thing that Snicker needs to do is let's be honest. There's some guys he needs to bench and, and Ozuna is at the top of that list. I've been saying it all year. Um, he's still the same guy. I mean, he is going to swing and miss and look silly. And unless he hits a home run, I mean, he'll, he'll hit an occasional home run, but other than that, he's not giving you anything. So let's put whoever, I mean, put Robbie Grossman out there. Um, I would, I would bench him pretty much, um, straight away at this point. I I really don't care to see Marcelo Zuna much anymore. Um, I think William Contreras deserves to be in the lineup every game, whether that's a DH or catcher. Um he's gonna get to play a good bit because um Darneau is out with an injury at least for a few days, but you know Snicker needs to uh start tweaking some things and hold holding guys accountable and if you have a bad approach uh you need to feel maybe feel the bench for a little while so the frustration of this uh of this series uh really was one that uh was obvious i mean the bad calls were. Again, I'm I'm not ever going to um, blame bad calls for, you know, losing four out of five. It was not about that. It just kind of everything seemed to snowball and be going against the Braves in this series. I mean, you had balls, you know, Pete Alonso hit one down the line that was an easy ground ball and it goes off the third base bag. You had bloopers left and right. And so when you're dealing with that sort of stuff and then you get bad calls on top of it, I mean, the play that Darno was hurt on at the plate, I still don't know how that was in an out. Um, so just a lot of really frustration, uh, frustrating things there. And it was like every umpire all five days was bad at the plate. I don't know what was going on in New York. Maybe there was something that made it hard to see, but um, pretty frustrating um, for sure. But just generally negative vibes. And that's one thing that it kind of harkened back to last year, you know, the first half. Uh, it just felt like every game you you felt you you felt the negativity you felt the vibes um coming from the Braves that were like something's going to go wrong um and they were able to overcome that so look i am not um on the bandwagon that the Braves cannot win the NL East at this point uh, there's still a ton of baseball to play i mean you're almost 2 months worth people forget and and the reality is the Mets go on a little losing streak and the Braves go on a little winning streak. You're right back where you were before this series even started. Um, and the Braves still have seven to play with the Mets, all at Truist Park, all at home. So uh, it's really hard. Is it less likely? Certainly, I mean, that's kind of an obvious statement. It's less likely now uh, that the Braves are going to win the East. They have dug themselves a bigger hole than they probably should have, but um it's still right there for them. It really is. Um, the Braves played a tremendous second half last year. Kind of right at this point is when they started playing really well, um, and so they can do it. But it's not gonna it's not gonna happen magically. Uh, they're gonna have to change some approach things um, and some game plan uh, if they're gonna do it. Some guys, you know, also get hot. I mean, I think one positive from this series that you can take away is Acuna probably has looked, he probably looked better this series than he has all year. I think Eddie Rosario is looking better and better uh, as he goes. I like what I'm seeing from Robbie Grossman. It's a small sample size, but he's, he's had some good at bats. He is one guy that is a better, you know, he doesn't swing and miss much. He's more an on base percentage guy, Um, you know, and he might not hit as many home runs and that sort of thing, but let's, let's put him in here. Let's, let's see what he's got. I mean, he's new blood. so. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a defeatist. I'm, I'm an optimist. And I think the Braves have still have the more talented team. Uh, but right now I think you're, you're seeing that the Mets know exactly who they are and they're going to play that way and, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. So I don't expect them to slide back too much. Um, uh, but if they, you know, if they slide a little bit and the Braves play well the rest of the way, yeah, the Braves can still, can still take this thing. Um, but nonetheless, I I just think at the end you, what you're seeing is the Braves don't have the confidence. I think one of the real key things the Braves did last year at the deadline and I think I've appreciated it more and more in in retrospect is Jock Peterson. I think when when they got Jock as weird of a guy as he is and you know, he's he's a flawed baseball player but Clubhouse-wise, he just brought an edge to the team. And maybe there are some other guys that I'm unaware of that did that same thing. Uh, but the Braves had an edge. They had a confidence. And sometimes it wasn't even a confidence that was grounded in any in anything. It was just there. Um, and they don't seem to be carrying themselves like that right now. Um, so they need to. They need to dig deep. I don't know who needs to step up in the clubhouse and, and take the reins. But they need to find a way. Uh, to regain that confidence of we're the we're the defending champions we're better than the Mets and when we go in there and and play them next time we're going to show them who we are so I hope they do that I hope um, it shows up really really soon the Braves have a two game short series against Boston coming up but they have a tough uh, tough road they're going to play the Mets again soon they're going to play the Phillies more Um, and you know they uh, they have the Astros coming up so If they're gonna turn it around they're gonna have to do so against really good teams and shoot I mean that's how it should be if they're going to be um, you know World Series contender this year they're gonna have to play better than they they have recently they're gonna have to figure out who they are and what works and they're gonna have to do so against really good talent so hopefully they do that and we're gonna see I'm not gonna tell you that it's gonna happen but I'm definitely gonna be pulling for them and uh, I hope you are too